The Ewan Grant Podcast, the Limestone Coast Triple M. Talking footy and netty in the Limestone Coast. Southeast football has been a restructure, an update from the SANFL. A bloke who has been working tirelessly to make it happen is Sean Ford from the SANFL. Sean, g'day. Good morning, Ewan. How are you? Yeah, good. Sean, it's been... It's been a huge 12 months for footy and netty, especially for the working group trying to find a way forward in 2024-2025 for our region. It has been. It's been a uh, effectively a tireless two years, to be honest. It's been something that's been in the works for quite some time. And um, as we've uh, as we've seen on um, on everything since this started, it's a pretty passionate um, topic. And it's something that everyone seems to have an opinion on. So, uh, yeah, look, it's it's always tricky making these decisions, and um, yeah, very appreciative of the of the football and netball landscape and the general public for having the patience to uh, allow us to work through this. Sean, there's been some false starts over at least the last twelve months, and a lot of passion has been fired as a result of that. Mm, yeah, you're right, and. And that is something that, uh, with this particular recommendation, has been considered as well. And um, and people will, will potentially sit there and say, oh, these guys just keep on changing their mind. Well, it's essentially a business decision at the end of the day as well. And, um, and some things will be put forward and the working group will absolutely go back and say, in hindsight, we're not real sure that was the, that was the greatest outcome. And um, getting back around the table for the final outcome, this was uh, this was something that was seen as um, a common sense move, which will minimise disruption throughout the entire landscape, and um, and something that we can work with all three leagues moving forward, and uh, yeah, hopefully get the uh, the best outcome for football and netball, not only for the next uh, twelve to twenty four months, but also the next five to ten years. Sean, there'll be a lot of people who know the reasoning behind it, but a lot of people who don't. Why do we need change? Yeah, it's a great question, and it's uh, it's something we've been through, again, tirelessly for the last 12 months particularly, but you can see in, in every league, in fact, every league in South Australia at the moment is going through a significant challenge with participation, and this has been ongoing now in the Limestone Coast for quite some time, and Specifically in uh, in the Limestone Coast, the the senior football really takes care of itself, and and things go really well. As, as you can see, recruiting it just tends to happen seamlessly. There's a lot of people that work behind the scenes, which is great, but where things really tend to struggle is in the junior development pathway area. So uh, that is something that was really highlighted early on, and um, if you look at the numbers in the in the western border, they seem to have some pretty strong numbers coming through the juniors. It's not as strong as what everyone else seems to think it is, but they are quite strong. But if you look at the, the KNTFL and the Mid-Southeast Football League, there is a real struggle of participation coming through those grades there as well. So th- there seems to be quite a hefty weight of numbers coming through the Mount Gambier region, which is unsurprising um, given the population. But uh, when it comes to actually, I guess, hanging on to those kids to move them into senior football, it became a real battle, so uh, those discussions had to be uh, had to be taken up. And sitting back and, and doing nothing wasn't an option. The alternative there was uh, people would have potentially come to Sample in five years' time and said, "Why didn't you do something sooner?" So um, it is something where we really had to lean on a local working group. And uh, look, these guys have been 
working around the clock for for weeks and weeks now trying to come up with best case scenarios and um uh yeah it, it's it's just a tricky one whatever way you look at it but leaning on local people was was the only way forward here all right so it is a restructure it's going to happen over 2024 2025 what can you confirm yeah it is so it's uh 2024 will the, will be the first stage of the change so if you look at the the current western border football league in its current format that will uh that will disappear um, that'll essentially relaunch with the Limestone Coast Football Netball League. They'll have new age groups and they'll also have uh, new governance structures involved as well. So there's a lot of work to be done in a short space of time there. And then once all of that's ironed out, it'll give us 12 months to identify the, the two clubs, for, one from the Mid-South-East and one from the KNTFL, to move across and join the newly formed Limestone Coast Football Netball League. Sean, has anything been done behind the scenes to identify which clubs will move in 2025 or is this something that still needs to be discussed and ironed out? It still needs to be discussed and ironed out. There's ongoing conversations behind the scenes with this one and and there will continue to be ongoing conversations as well. Every club in the region will be spoken to at some stage, um, including the leagues and only speaking to the club presidents over the last uh, 48 hours um, just to, to make sure everyone was on the same page here. And what we really don't want to do is uh, is walk up to a club behind the league, uh, behind the league's back essentially, and start having those conversations. We need everyone to be on the same page and, and understand, I guess, what is on the table for everybody and um, what clubs need to make their uh, make their future sustainable. And a lot of that will come back to, to how do they put junior teams on the park if they don't have junior teams, they're really going to struggle with senior teams moving forward. Sean, will it be all about uh, dangling a carrot to clubs to entice them into the new Limestone Coast Football League? And, and what do the the Mid-South East and KNTFL leagues think of the idea of losing a team each? Yeah, well, no one wants to lose a team. We'll put that out there straight away. But um, at the same time... The first option that was put forward, which was the 15-team option, um, combining the Western Border Football League and, and the Mid-South East Football League certainly wasn't palatable for, for anybody. So we, we're trying to find that happy medium there. But, uh, yeah, look, in short, it's it's a really tricky one. Uh, work will continue and there will need to be incentives. There's no doubt about that. Um, and it's just a matter of what those clubs uh, who will be approached actually want and need and uh, and how that looks for their future moving forward as well. All up, we've uh, we've had about 12 hours notice of the, the changes that are, are being proposed by the SANFL. How, uh, how are people uh, absorbing that information so far? Are, are people reasonably happy with the outcomes from the working group? Uh, look, again, there's a mixed bag in... In footy, everyone has an opinion, as you know, Ewan. So we could keep fifty percent of people happy, and the other fifty percent of people, um, they they certainly won't be. But um, I guess what everybody needs to understand is that uh, there was never going to be a solution that was going to um, keep everybody happy. Um, and this is 
this is the next best thing as far as we're concerned and the working group as well. So, um, look, I, I can't speak on behalf of any other people or leagues or clubs as to as to what their thoughts are on it, um, but I'm sure there's a bit of a mixed bag there as well. Sean, I reckon it's a, uh, a reasonable option for footy and netty moving forward. It's great that, uh, that there is a plan in place looking towards 2024 and 2025. I am sure that it's the, not the last time that you and I are going to chat, though. Thanks for joining us this morning and explaining what's been going on. No problems at all. You and pleasure. Sean Ford, here's the SANFL head of country football talking about the changes that are being proposed in the footy and netty restructure for 2024 and 2025. You can find out more on the Triple M Limestone Coast Facebook page. We're talking footy and how it's going to look in 2024 and 2025. And the president of the league that is going to change the most is Michael Summers. He is the president of the Western Border League, soon to be the Limestone Coast Football and Netball League. Michael, good morning. Good morning, Ewan. How are you today? Yeah, good. Michael, are you about to be the president of a brand new league in 2023? Uh, time will tell, Ewan. Yeah, it's uh, been a bit of a, a whirlwind uh 24 hours, I suppose, or 12 hours um, since we've got the, the media release. But, yeah, we're um, we're buoyant and happy that they've made a decision and uh, we'll just uh, push on to 2024 and see what it looks like. Um, yeah, so we're excited to see what it will bring. Now, there are going to be a number of, of structural changes, I suppose, to what was the Western border with the new Limestone Coast Football net, uh, football and Netball League. Yeah, that's correct, Ewan. So we'll have a meeting uh, early next week and uh, with, our, with our six current clubs um, and discuss what we do moving forward. Uh, we've got a lot of governance um, and constitution changes to be made, uh, that sort of stuff. And, yeah, so we'll just uh, work that out together with um, with the help of SNFL, obviously, that have uh, made this decision. So it's been great. Um, but, yeah, it's, we can only share benefit for country football and netball in the southeast. Michael, would love to talk to you over the course of the next couple of weeks. I'm really glad that you guys are positive uh, moving forward into 2024-2025 with footy and netball in the region. Uh, thanks for dropping by for a quick chat today, all right? No worries. Thank you very much, Ewan.